I'm I'm on the wave of trying to get everybody to basically live in a purpose and be true to who they who they are. Like how God sees you, mm-hmm. that's how I want you to walk around so everybody else can see you how God sees you. <laughs> Me and my man, we was at our at the deli mm-hmm. and uh we got locked up. Like the cops rolled up and it was like we looking for somebody with um braids, blue uh shorts, and the white t shirt, tank top. And me and my homie had the same exact shit on. So, same. So they was looking for him or they was looking for some somebody that somebody, was just like both of y'all? Somebody that was just like both of But us. it wasn't either one of y'all? Nah, they was looking for somebody else and we both got locked up for that shit. So they looking for one person, caught two people with the same description and then locked both of y'all up. And listen, both of us, I'm light-skinned and he dark skin. They like niggas from the streets. You see what I'm saying? The niggas that... That grab that negative attention. They 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 crave Most that. Most of them want niggas who gonna spend a check on them. And when when you get money nah, fast, that's not even that. no. I'm saying that's why that's you would want a nigga that's from nowadays. the streets. Nowadays, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you ain't. They want a nigga who gonna spend a check on them, and it's easier. Like this is the thing. When you make money fast, you spend money fast. So that's why they be wanting niggas in the streets because niggas in the streets, you make you make the money faster, but you spend it even faster. You feel me? When a nigga work for himself yeah. or is the nine to five, you have to put that's in the fact. time yeah. to make that money. So it's harder yeah. for you to spend that much knowing the yeah. hours you put in to make that shit. What's going on, y'all? This is Twist from Twist Tees. Check me out on the TVH podcast with my man Buck Bandit. We're going to come at y'all live and direct. Hit y'all with a lot of shit. So come holler at me. Yeah. Turn me up a little bit. Turn me up a little bit. We down here with my homeboy, Buck Bandit. Right. Buck Bandit, man. We're all right. BBTV. Shout out to all the real niggas. BBTV. Buck Bandit TV, hear me? Niggas know my Buck. Niggas know he be. Come and shoot him in the videos. I got nice bitches in the videos. Niggas don't like him. Because I'm fake. My boy Reno, Buck Bandit. My man, Buck Bandit. Buck Bandit TV. Yes, sir. Little Peter Rails. Little Fame. Motherfucker. BBTV. Easy. You know what it is, the kid Buck Bandit Reno. And you're tuned into another episode, episode four of the TBH podcast, man. I'll be your boy, Buck Bandit Reno. And we got a special guest today. You see the hoodie. You know what I mean? Twist T's. You know what I mean? But before we get into t- today's episode, I want to make sure y'all subscribe right now. Subscribe right now on the YouTube, man. All the listeners, check us out on YouTube. All the YouTube watchers, go listen to the audio. We always keep bonus audio, you know what I mean, for y'all to check out. You know what I mean? And there's more to come, man. I hope y'all uh, fuck with the last episode featuring my man Twan, man. Shout out to Get Your Weight Up Twan. But... We got my boy in the building today, Mr. Twist Tease. What's going on with you, my man? What's up with you, my boy? Oh, you already, man. Hi. How are you? How are you? Boy, control that. You got that? Yeah, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with you, man? Oh, man, you know, just living the, another day in the black man life, you know? You know, Trying hustling? Create. Yeah, hustling. Creating. I mean, I see you got some more shit on, some new shit. No, that's old, actually. You know what I'm saying? I made this, like... Two years ago. Fresh and funky. You know what I'm saying? I just decided to throw it on real quick. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Fucks with it. Cause, yeah, because when I went to go knock on your shit, you was working. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm in the... Uh, what you working on right now? I'm in the customizing sneaks now. Like cleaning sneaks and customizing them and stuff like that. Okay. So that's the type of stuff I'm into now. Like trying to expand my business and brand a little bit. 
you know, I see a lot of people out here, they be doing, you know, uh, different collaborations with like Nike and Adidas and I'm trying to hit that same wave and trying to be on that same market. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get into that more, but let the people know, you know what I mean, who you are and exactly what you do. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you got a lot of shit going on, but you always working. Let them know who you are, what you do, man. Well, first and foremost, my name is Twist. Uh, I own uh, Twist Tees. I print for myself. I print for other people, as you can see. That's that's one of my designs. This is one of my designs. I got a bunch of designs that I did. Um, what else I do? I uh, Like I said, I make sneakers. Well, mm -hmm. customized sneakers. Um, clean sneakers. If you got sneakers that you got. You know what I'm saying? Dirty and you need them joints to be restored. Get them restored. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do that also now. Gang. You know what I'm saying? And a couple other things, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get into open a little lounge and stuff like that. You know, something for like <clears throat> like artists to come in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, express themselves. Be who they are. You know, mm -hmm. we don't, in this world today, we don't have a lot of people um, pushing the uh, narrative <coughs> The narrative on how to be, you know, yourself. Everybody want to be like somebody else all the mm -hmm. time. And that's, that's real. That's nutty to me. So that's real. I'm I'm on the wave of trying to get everybody to basically live in a purpose and be true to who they who they are. Like how God sees you. Mm -hmm. That's how I want you to walk around so everybody else can see you how God sees you. I feel that upliftment. You know what I'm saying? And um. What what sparked the flame? I mean, how did you get into wanting to design and all that? You know, uh, come up with your own gear, your own clothing line, and wanting to get in this mindset. What what got you into that? Yeah, you know what it is, the kid Buck Bandit Reno, and I'm here to let y'all know the opportunity is here, man. Buck Bandit Podcast Network now is a Buck Bandit Podcast Network. So if you out there, you looking to shoot your podcast, you don't got a place to shoot it. You don't got video equipment, video editor. You don't got audio equipment, audio editor, lights, microphones. Don't worry about none of that because we'll handle that. You know, hit me up at Buck Bandit Reno on Instagram or Buck Bandit Podcast on Instagram and find out how you can get your own podcast here on the buck bandit podcast network man what are you waiting for you in the house doing it you still doing it off your phone you doing lives forget all that if you in the tri-state area you in philadelphia come get your podcast shot here man hit me up once again at buck bandit reno on instagram at buck bandit podcast on instagram or you can email me at buck bandit studio at gmail.com let's get it man we sparked that flame well i uh actually got into like the design and other clothes when I was doing my music, um, merchandise was something that I, merchandise was something that I really wanted to get into, and I knew that with music you gonna have to have merchandise when you're doing music. Mm -hmm. So that's I, how a lot of us start off is the music. You like fuck it, I gotta, yeah, I gotta expand. But yeah, go ahead. So with the music, I uh, I got involved with that like that, and then. Uh, just sitting down and working in Photoshop and shit like that. It was like, damn, I, I, I like this. Mm -hmm. So I started taking a liking to doing it. Like I, I started uh, screen printing. And uh, with that, like, that joint, like, pushed my uh, creativity, like, like, far beyond that I ever knew. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then um, I wanted to be more... Um, uh, what's that? 
I guess, mainstream, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do the embroidery. So yeah, I went something that anybody could, you know, yeah. wear from kids to older people. But now also seeing like the market, the market in like for clothing, like everybody was doing the same thing. Like everybody was doing screen printing at the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing um, vinyl, but nobody was doing embroidery. Yeah. So that's what made me. They sick. usually go to the warehouses to do right. it. Right. Yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, wait, let me switch the game up. Let me do something that ain't nobody doing. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me start doing the embroidery and stuff like that. So once that's I got smart. once that's I got smart. the embroidery and I started sewing and stuff like that, that's what made me really, really dive into it like that. Okay. Okay. I feel that because that's a different way to take. You could have been like, all right, I'm gonna do the same thing they doing. You found the flip side. Cause usually you gotta go to the a manufacturer or something to get the embroidery. You right. don't pay them. You don't use it. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like anybody I know, they usually go to like some type of warehouse deal, or some shit like that. So that's good. That's a good flip and a good business mind to have to do that. So, uh, what, what's the type of clothes? What type of designs you got? You working on? Well, <clears throat> wait. Did you tell me what inspired? You told me that, that kind of inspired it when you seen that. Was it a uh, was it a person in there that you was looking at specifically, and you was like? You, you like that, but you had your own twist to it. You like how I did that? Great. <laughs> nah, um, the only person that I can say that I truly, like, felt like inspired me was Ralph Lauren. Okay. That's that, where the beard came shit. from. Yeah, because, like, growing up, that's all we really wore, wore like, was polo. I'm saying we wore other designers, but Yeah, polo, but that was the main shit. Right. You, you get some uh, fresh low... Any color shirt, yeah, you was on. So like, and then with the bear, that the polo bear was such a hit, like it made everybody want to like wear it. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me look at it and say, you know, I'm gonna create a bear. Like this was my first bear I created, and I said I'm gonna start my bear off like this, and a lot of people was rocking with it. Like, yo, that joint mean. Yeah. But then I also wanted to switch it up and get the designs to be more graphic, like how the polo bears was. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on right now. Like I want to have a collection of like a hundred different bears, like how polo really does have different bears and different polo outfits. You know what I'm saying? And different, you know what I'm saying? Skiing. I like the flip that you do. Like even if you had the same bear, how you flip the colors in the bear. You feel what I'm that, saying? And like, that's another thing I like to do because I seen with polo, it's so uniformed, and everybody yeah, it's a can go brown in there, right with the with a different color shirt on and something right, like right. that. Right, right, yeah. and everybody can walk in there and have the same, same opportunity bear. to get yeah. the same shirt. So with me, you get one I, one of a kind type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that started from when I got locked up. Me and my man, we was at our at the deli, mm-hmm. and uh. We got locked up. Like the cops rolled up and it was like, we looking for somebody with um, braids, blue uh, shorts, and the white t shirt, tank top. And me and my homie had the same exact shit on. So so they was looking for him or they was looking for somebody that was just like both of y'all? Somebody that was just like both of y'all. But it wasn't either one of y'all. Nah, they was looking for somebody else and we both got locked up for that shit. So they looking for one person, caught two people with the same description, and then locked both of y'all up. And listen, both of us 
I'm light skin, and he dark skin. So it so was they just they said they round didn't know. Them up. Yep, and they locked both of us up. So did, so yo, since then I said I don't ever want to look like nobody else. That'll make you really want to change it. Yeah, Shit. like. I ain't want to be walking down the street and be like, oh, you fit the description. There's no way in hell I fit the description because I don't dress like nobody else. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell me, That's oh, this is a person in a black hoodie. No, 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 no. It's not this hoodie. It's not these jeans. It's not these sneaks. Mm-hmm. It's not this hat because I don't wear what everybody else wears. No, that's right. I'm the type of person, if I see somebody Oof. wearing something that I got, like I swear I would give it, up, give it away. I thought I had some rare polo sneaks one time, right? I saw somebody on the train with them Jones. I went home and threw them away. Because yeah. I ain't want them no more. Yeah. Ever since that mindset, yeah, just made it, me say, yo, I PTSD, can't. PTSD, yeah. man. That shit will fuck you up. <clears throat> so did You you had to do time behind it? How, how long no, did they hold no, you I, for it, though? No, no. I mean, the only thing that it did was it, it made me like, because I think I had... I, I got kind of railroad, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, like, speak about that too much. Mm-hmm. But, like, what I did was I just played no contest because you know, I was a young boy. So you so, ain't know. So yeah. they basically like, look, if you just take this, yeah. you can you, you can go yeah, with like, this, like, wash oh, your man, hands. Do treatment, court, yeah. whatever, whatever. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, and that joint but what, what was it that they was trying to make you plead to? What was it that they was making you plead to? Oh, uh, I think it was weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weed. But when they when they got you, it wasn't for that. But they no, they ain't catch nothing on me. They ain't catch nothing on neither one of but them. But what I'm saying, when they originally got y'all, it was for somebody who fit the description who did what? So made made a drug sale. That made a drug sale. Yeah. So now, I'm not dealing. saying that I wasn't out there selling no, drugs. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that's but that's what I'm saying. But it was one person. But they locked both of y'all up, yeah, and gave both of y'all the same type deal for. But they was supposed no, to get. I don't know what. Um, you don't know what uh, happened yeah, with him. I don't him. know what happened to my man John because, like, they separated that shit. So like, like whatever hit happened with his, it happened with his. Like he got he got locked up. Yeah, he got locked up. He didn't do no time or no shit like that. I think yeah. he like. I I don't really know. I don't want to yeah. speak on that John because I like I don't know. I the got facts. you. But I know for me, like, my lawyer was just like, listen, man, just... Pleaded this and get yeah, the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, you get treatment court, whatever, whatever. So I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in fucking rehab, and I, I, I didn't smoke none of this at the time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now, like I said, I, I was selling drugs at the time, but they didn't catch it on me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know for a fact they wasn't coming for me. I know the person they was coming for. Mm. So I know for a fact that it wasn't for me, because me and my mans in the we was down there gambling. Okay. So ain't nobody make no type of transaction. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I di- I made a, <clears throat> a a crazy move. Like I don't really tell the story, but like we was down there gambling, and the motherfuckers had uh, cops rolled up, and I seen it, and I walked off, and I had like some crack on me, and I like in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So like, and this is statute of limitations, so I could talk about yeah. this shit. So I had it in my pocket, so I took it out. And it's like they was like, "Yo, come back here." And I turned around and like had him up like behind like this, mm-hmm. and it was like some bushes right there. Mm-hmm. So tossed toss this shit in the joint. Yeah. And I was like, "Who me?" They like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right." So as I was walking up, I just tossed that shit and then walked back over there. So like 
the only thing they uh, like found on me was like two hundred, like 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 two fifty or some shit like that. Just money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, Man, they can't do shit with money. You're right, but being that they was looking for somebody who quote unquote fit Made the description. Sell. Okay. That supposedly I served the CI mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, man, I know I didn't do that. My man know he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. We know who did it. But <clears throat> you know, there's what you it is. Calling the wrong time, wrong yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right time, wrong place. Yeah, so you know For them. Shit. That shit right there, that was like I'll never go do that. You know, shit they don't there. give a fuck. They just want they just need to bring somebody down. Everybody get paid for just getting your name on it. Oh man, these you know these cops back in the day, man, it was nothing. I mean, big time nothing. They Yo, locked six people up, up one time for one person. I said, damn, yeah. I was one of the six. Mm. That shit was nothing. Yeah. Philly Philly ain't no joke with that shit, man. No, Philly. These Philly, Philly cops back in the day like that. It's, the it's same, still crazy, though. It was some same cops that locked up Meek and railroaded him back in the day. They were the same task force as narcotic ass unit. That was running around here doing mm-hmm. a bunch of bullshit. Cause the the narc bull came in into the crib and was like, Oh, I know you. You the bull who got the Louis the white Louis V shoes on upstairs. Tell, man, just tell me about the murders that's going on around here. Who doing the shootings, man? And I'll let you go. I said, What? I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, this dickhead, first of all, those shoes yeah. don't even fit me. Yo. <laughs> You know they said, uh, I think um, the cop that, uh, the unit that you got, uh, that you said uh, Meek got caught by, yeah. they was, uh, they turned up um, corrupt, dirty. corrupt and shit yeah, and all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they, Them cops took bags of money, well, bags of clothes, my bad, bags of clothes out the crib. But that shit ain't on your, Any that money, shit still on your record? No, nah, I beat that joint. Oh, all right. So, I beat that joint. But if you didn't. Nigga, you would have had a case against that motherfucker. Somebody man, in the courtroom, man, the, the 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 judge. I'm not the judge. The the fucking uh, the detective, whatever the narc boy. He was on the stand talking about something. Oh yeah, you said you lived here. I, mean, I ain't never, nigga. I never said anything to you, yeah. nigga. You wanted to to implicate me into doing all this extra shit. To, oh, I know who you are and. Nigga, you don't know me, bro. Yeah, like you tried I, to I flip work. It. Like I, I was working for the welfare, the work program at the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't doing no fucking drug dealing. Like I was done with that shit at the time. Like that shit was a rap for me. I was like, man, I'm not. I saw my brother get. No, I didn't see my brother get killed. My brother got killed in the streets. I wasn't going to be a victim. Rest his peace. Say his name. James, my brother James. Rest Wooda. in peace. R.I.P. Wooda. Buck Bandit P. Here to tell y'all once again, fresh buck gear is in. So make sure y'all copping up on that buck gear. We got it from the adult sizes all the way down to the kids' sizes, shirts, hoodies, all kind of flavors, custom colors, whatever you need. Just make sure y'all get at us. You hear the phone is popping right now for these this new buck gear. So make sure y'all get at us. Follow us on the Instagram at Buck Bandit Clothing, or you can follow us on Twitter at Buck Clothing, or hit us up on that email. That's buckbanditclothing at gmail.com. You already know what it is. Let's get it. Me and my partner had a music studio out in, um, you, you heard the uh, Grindhouse Studios? Yeah, I used to, um, 
I used to record up there back in the in day. In Port Richmond, yeah. We yeah. had a joint up there. Then I started doing the clothes, and I was working. I was like, man, fuck this job shit, man. And that's when you started going hard at that shit? Yeah, I was already, you know what I'm saying, like doing shit. Like I was doing little pop-ups at my sh- at my job and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like <clears throat> they had little vending uh, days. I would come there. Bring some shit. Yep. Like I'd be working upstairs and come downstairs and set up and be working there and then like go yeah. from there and then be hustle, working at bro. night. You know I'm saying like I mean it, I would get up. My kids wouldn't see me until like sometime during the weekend, and that was rarely unless like I made it like my my business to make sure that <clears throat> I always spent a day or two with them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? How many kids you got? I got two. Okay. Yeah. So when you was doing this, you already had both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had both of them little crazy ones. I mean, how's the uh, how's it with the kids and all that? You you, how is it like managing your time and managing your hustle? Well, both of my kids are like teenagers. My oldest is about about to be eighteen, and my youngest is about to be fifteen. So they don't really like need much of my time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Too much I mean, anymore. when you started, how old were they? When, how no, when I when I started, mm-hmm. they wanted my time, mm-hmm. like so it was hard. Like I would like had to go do a little custody battle with my daughter's mom mm-hmm. because I was working so much and my daughter was home with my ex and my daughter didn't really like being there and shit like that. So yeah. she was like, I didn't want to be here if my dad not here. So like I was forced to really leave. That's what really made me leave my jobs because the fact that I was about to lose my daughter. And I was like, all right, well, I got to figure something out. You had to weigh it out. Yeah. The job and the kid or the hustle and the kid. Right. And so you, I you wasn't about to stop that motherfucking hustle. Nah, because at the time I was in a relationship. So, like, we yeah. was, like, hand in hand with that shit, which I thought. You know what I'm saying? But. <clears throat> at the time. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. time. But right now it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You got to. Still do what you got to do. I was selling drugs since I was nine years old. Not, not something that I'm proud of Glorifying, saying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, mm. that's something that I was forced to do. Like, man, Philly is so it's so. I don't know how it is in other places, but it's, in Philly, it's so easy to get your hands on that faster than it is to get a job, bro. But see, like back in the day, like certain people, like certain old heads, will put you into position to do that's that, what I'm that shit. And it's, it's not like it's not like I wanted to do that. It was like you was forced to. I was forced to run and do this and do that. Like I didn't want to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I didn't. I didn't really want to do that shit. I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And a a foster kid at that. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You got to get in how you fit in around here. I was always, yeah. you know what I'm saying, since a young boy, I was always told, like, yo, you got to get what you can, how you can. You know what I'm saying? While you can. Yeah. yeah. Like, me and my little brother, we used to <clears throat> walk because we used to live right there on uh, 54th, 55th in Elmwood. We used to walk right up the street every day from school. I mean, before we went to school, right there on 58th Street, you know where the... uh that little recycling joint is that. Mm-hmm. We used to walk up there, but back in the day, it was like 
I think it was like seven or eight. Walk up there and uh, ask people for money. Like black guys, white guys, whoever. Most of the time it would be like a black guy would give us like five, ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? We'll go school or a store, get something to eat because mom wasn't around. Dad wasn't around. It was just us. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like we had holes in our sneaks. Like socks was like folded up four or five times because that's how long they was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like smelling like piss and you know what I'm saying? Like that's not something that you know what I'm saying? Like a kid should have to go through at that. You know what I'm saying? But that's the shit that made me the individual that are. I am now. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't, listen, man, like, I seen the struggle and my kids understand, like, all right, listen, you got to work for what you want because everything ain't going to always come to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is given to you in this world. And I ain't grow up with no trust fund or or no responsible individual at the time to sit back and say, listen, this well, is, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us is um, first generation. I think our generation is first generation hustlers because a lot of our parents had different struggles where it wasn't as easy for them to get to the hustle as it is for us. You know what I'm saying? Not making excuses for it because, you know what I'm saying, I'm the first person in my family to... Go to college, finish it, and all that shit through all the people that's in my family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, fortunately, you know, I used to do shit back in the day, but fortunately, I never got caught for nothing. You know what I mean? I stopped in time. You know what I mean? I told myself I wasn't going to do that no more. I was going to go with the ups and downs of my business. That's the only way I'm going to know <laughs> if I'm succeeding in it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because it's easy for I can make a call and get anything. You know what I'm saying? It's harder to do the right thing. Now, you that's, know what I mean? that's a fact because, like, they make it harder for you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's so easy, like you said, to jump back out there and just, you know what I'm saying, grab whatever. And With you, all the shit you got to go through to get a job, you got to make an appointment, you got to fill out an application, mm-hmm. you got to do an interview, you got to wait till they call you, wait till they ready. If you want to fucking make some money right now selling drugs, all you got to do is make one fucking phone call. And you might not even have to pay for it. You could probably get fronted depending on who you call. Depending on who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you definitely can get whatever you want. But that interview for a job, bro, like, that shit be nutty. They'll tell you, like, come in for an interview. You come in and you'll give your best answers to what you think that they want to hear and you still don't get that. and still don't get it based off of you know what i'm saying oh your hair or your complexion or yo i didn't have people tell me i was too qualified before like yeah. you got something like why why, why you want to work here look at your resume it's like yep. because i need a fucking job why else would yep. i apply here yep see dickhead I, me and my partner just had a conversation like that the other day and i was telling her like like on my resume, like right now, like if I want, I'm looking for a job because like you, I need a, a another stable income, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like now when you go out there, my resume says owner. So they automatically they gonna feel like going, they gonna have to pay you more. But listen, they're not gonna hire you if they not, gotta pay not, you more too. Not only that, but my resume itself, based off. The jobs that I had, I didn't have no slouch ass jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you don't got McDonald's or uh, uh, Teller at AT and T and no shit like that. Like I got director, I got 
manager. I got shift, you know what I'm saying, uh, mm-hmm. foreman. That's what you got. And owner. Mm-hmm. So it's high title um, positions. And mm-hmm. I've worked on positions for years when I was working. So I'm not no slouch. So even my former boss, he was like, listen, I said, yo, take me to one of your old, um, I mean, one of your other sites. He said, I can't take you there. I said, why not? He said, because you cost too much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, so when you when you know, I knew a woman when I was working at the Welfare to Work program. She had a bachelor's degree. And she still couldn't get a job. Because they got to pay her too much. When you got degrees and shit like that, or you got experience like that. No, no, not a bachelor's. I'm have sorry, to... it was a master's. She had a master's. Yeah. And she was on welfare. Yeah. Because every job at the time she probably was going for, more than likely, she got too much experience and they're going to have to pay her. They got to pay they her. They don't want to pay you when they can get somebody who don't know nothing about this, pay them the minimum because they probably going to quit in a certain amount of months and keep that in rotation. Listen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these jobs is predicated off of people losing the job within six months. Because yeah. a lot of these. Because they never get past that first trial period where they get the. Uh, it's it's not that even real that. pay. A, a lot of these jobs is subsidized through the government. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like, you got a joint called subsidized and unsubsidized, and they probably don't really speak about this too much. But that's what was going on, like in the welfare the work program, right? You got um, subsidized work and unsubsidized work. Subsidized work means the government pays half of the salary for this employee mm-hmm. up to six months. And after that, now the employee has to take on the rest of the salary. Mm. Unsubsidized is the employee, the employer has to pay all of that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. when you got these subsidized workers, now, yeah, they expendable. They only here for six months. And mm-hmm. then we're going to come in here because we only paying, yeah, this joint can be $16 an hour. But you break that thing down, what's that? Eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Now the company only paying you eight dollars an hour. Yeah, and uh, I always said the other part because a, a, a company I work for, if you ain't get past that first sixty to ninety days, you ain't you you ain't get that that company boost because they usually uh, pay you a certain amount for those mo- for mm-hmm. that amount. And once they sign you on, they have you sign some paperwork. Then you got after they- the sixty days, then they give you the real pay starting that next check. But that's when they more they're liable for more. Now you get yeah. them. The they're benefits. not liable in the first sixty. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, get that work piece. All right, you come in. You get that work piece. They never have to get to that. So yeah, that's real. That's what be going on. That's what temp services before you yep. though. But temp you know service, t- services be gassing people. Oh, didn't see you sitting there. What you doing there, man? What you doing here? I know why you're here. You want studio time? Well, lucky you. We down here during the Corona times, and as long as you got your mask. And disinfected, come on down, man. $40 an hour, $100 for three hours, $180 for five hours, man. Management deals, monthly deals, whatever you need. Come on down to Buck Band Studio, man. Now get out of here, man. Get out of here before I catch that Rona. Like See, John, I, I ain't going to lie to you. John, I used to work for it. I used to be caking on that joint. Yeah, but they was caking off of you. Shit, that was cool. They was, I was getting the double time. The, Double time, triple time, and shit, and all that. You know what I mean? Shout out I to American most, staffing. <laughs> great. 
<laughs> Most staffing agencies, I believe, they uh, get double the pay. If they did, it was well worth it. Cause you know what I'm saying. I ain't, yo, listen, I'm telling you, I used to get, I used to stack up from the. I don't even remember where the fucking money. If you ask me what I bought, where the money is right now, I couldn't even tell you. But just imagine this. Just imagine if you got that job without the staffing agency and got paid whatever the staffing agency. Oh, matter of fact, paid. when they wanted to hire me, when they wanted to hire me, uh, they asked, did I still want to work through the state staffing agency or did I want to work with them? Mm-hmm. They was going to pay me $2, $3 less. So I said, no, I'm going to stay with the staffing agency. Oh, shit. Yeah. Through the staff agency, I was getting sixteen an hour. They was gonna pay me like thirteen fifty, fourteen. Mm. So um, that's nothing. Ah, uh, yeah. So the staff agency was getting them. Damn, damn, they was getting. Like I said, shout out to American Staffing. Yeah, yeah that's good yeah. money then. There's no way in hell yeah. them motherfuckers was paying. That. But see, once and again, they, that could have been. And set. they was giving me double time when they were like, "Yo, anybody want the dude that was there? Anybody want work? We we'll give you double time. Boom, we'll work Saturday or something. Anybody want work? We'll give you a, a double time and, and a half if you want work on something. Oh, we in there, nigga. Well, see, like, that's that's what I'm saying. That's where the subsidized working is coming in that because mm-hmm. the employee is paying half of their salary. Hey, shit! Look, it's work. It worked for me at the time. I don't know what that shit meant. And then the double time, the double time. Now they, they now you just getting the full salary. So if mm-hmm. you getting, uh, if they only paying eight, and then now you doing double time. Now you getting the full sixteen that they was going to originally give you. So they was giving me sixteen. The real work, the real job for cleaning out a warehouse, just doing boxes was thirty two an hour. No, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what they was fucking giving. Like if you work the extra time today, we got an extra four or five hours. You want to work that? We give you double time. We was already getting sixteen. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But listen, boy, was, listen to what you said though. Yeah, you said when they when they went to hire you full on, they they uh, no, that's what they trained. Well, when we finished that building, they moved us to a different place because I'm still with the temp agency. And um, the main place that was just a project that the main place had, because they so had to that dump was a out contract. the yeah so that contract was paying yeah 16. that contract oh, okay. through the temp agency. When I went over to the building after that contract was done, the then, other contract was paying. But but my shit was still sixteen and never went down. Right. But but when they wanted to hire me on onto the building without the temp agency, right. then they wanted to pay me fourteen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because. Now they're only kicking out the extra. Mm-hmm. At, at first, they wasn't paying the the uh whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they was giving you. It was a half. project. Yeah, yeah, they was giving you half, half mm-hmm. of whatever they was giving you was mm-hmm. coming from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So now when they hire, because it was because it was a project hire, right? But okay. now when they hire you, listen, you only getting fourteen dollars. I don't. They was paying you sixteen, but we yeah. was only paying eight of that. Yeah, be like, guess what? I'm staying with them. You know what I mean? And I'm still going to work here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? No, but that shit makes sense, though. I never thought of that shit like that. So, yeah, them tip, yo, them tip agencies is just like, they managers, bro. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring you in, manage your career real quick. We're going to get our cut, but we're going to make sure you get paid. The case managers. Yeah. That's all they are. I fucks with that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what... uh. Like I say, like welfare, the work programs and stuff like that, uh, workforce, work ready, all them programs. That's what that's what they all do. 
what I'm saying? They help people get jobs and, you know what I'm saying, they get they get tax credits and stuff like that. Because a lot of, you know what I'm saying, uh, companies get tax credits also. Like, if you if you want, uh, especially if you get, like, welfare or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. If you get welfare, you get that TANF credit, you're going to get some type of benefit, like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit be like, oh, you... you Get unemployment. I mean, you get welfare. Oh yeah, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? You get a tech. The, the company gets a tax break by hiring people who, who are let's just say ex-convicts mm-hmm. or uh, welfare recipients. So you would think they hire. They will hire more of them. You would think that. they they do. Where they do. I mean, they got certain places, but a lot of places won't hire you with a record. I mean, depending on where you at, but I know a lot of people who got records and got jobs. Yeah, they got them. Without going through a program? Yeah. I don't know if they went through a program or not, but I know my brother, he worked at, he a supervisor at um, uh, PPA. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, and then my other brother, he works... Now I think he went. He like through like a union or something. Like Some that. people got to have it. Yeah, and both of them niggas been in jail like crazy. So I know, like, you know what I'm saying you can get jobs with. Oh, all right, see, ain't no excuses out there. Man. No, it's if not. y'all out there, oh no, they won't hire me because my record. <laughs> no, nah, your record, hire me. your record, more than likely gonna help you, especially after you done did your time. If see. you done did your time. And it's not no like real violent crime, and you ain't working yeah. around no kids and no shit like that. Mm-hmm. You more than likely gonna get that job because most of the time they're getting help from the government to pay your salary to hire you. So right. they probably get paid extra just to hire you. Right. You see what I'm mm. saying? So that's what I'm trying to let you know. Game. Like, yeah. So when you a regular person, you're like. And you ain't you like what they say the the regular Joe. If you're a regular person, you mm-hmm. like the average really Joe. got yeah the average Joe. You really got the odds stacked against you. You even want to be a uh, like you gonna even uh be a villain or you gonna be a good guy. You you want to be the Joker or you want to be Batman. <laughs> like and, Man, and that's everybody what's going on. Be, well, Batman most- Batman might seem cool, but fucking Joker gets a lot of attention and. Wins the most. I mean, Joker is a, it like, seems though. Yeah, Joker is the shit. It the villains though. win the lot. Yeah, my, it's hard what, to it's hard I to see. go against that. It's hard to go against what you're saying because you see that a lot. Yeah, a lot of you know what I mean, it seemed like every couple years the tables turn to fit more of fitting that. So it's like you keep you could keep your shit on the straight path, put out a bunch of good shit. And your shit won't go nowhere. But you mm-hmm. do some fuck shit, fuck somebody up or fuck something up. Yep. And nigga, your shit gonna yeah. pure. Yeah, because negativity sells faster than positivity. Oh shit. Why I did some tests. I did some tests with that. I put I put a video up and some young bucks fighting some old heads. And that shit got like a million views in like three Yo, days. I'm that, like, that's that, crazy. That that be that be nutty. That's because crazy. it be like, all right, like a chicken post a picture half naked. Mm-hmm. And she'll get a million, million likes. likes. And view- oh my god! But then let her post something up about a business. Bis- nah, she won't get that. Shit gonna get shitted on. They, but they I'm saying like, like, fuck that. Say you post all your gear, or I post even this. This shit should get a million views. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that the bitch can do the same pose every fucking day? It's not like it's new. You done seen the ass. It's the same. Y'all nigga, we talked about this on on our last episode. Y'all niggas not going to hit, bro. Yo, no, listen. You liking her pick ain't getting you closer to hit. No, listen, listen. I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, right? And I was looking at this chick, and I was like, oh, shit. She got a fat ass. Mm -hmm. And then I was swipe. Okay. Swipe. Okay. Swipe. Oh, my God. Bitch. Your ass is flat as all hell. The angles. The angles. The angles made this bitch ass look like that. You know how many pictures? Bubble. You know how many pictures they took to get those slides? Bro, listen. I looked at her. I was like, damn. This bitch had a little cake. I was like, sheesh. Catfish the shit out of you. Catfish ain't the word, bro. Mm. I was sitting there looking like, oh, my Lord. That thing, oh, that thing is a pancake. How it's you a cake, all right. A pancake. Them, them, them angles be crazy, bro. They be hitting them angles on that joint, be nutty, and everybody be in that joint. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga, she ain't gonna let you hit. She not gonna let you hit. They be sitting up there. Oh, promo. Oh, they fake influencers. Man, first of all, half of y'all dead inside. That's why y'all posting those uh, half naked fucking pictures. Yeah. And make them feel better. You know what I'm saying? Having a bunch of comments with the people yeah. saying they want to fuck, make them feel better. And then call the niggas thirsty and stalkers when they do it. All oh, you man, do you is thirsty. Post- you what showing you, your ass. You, yeah, what like, we what supposed you to want them to do? Like, come on. You you out there throwing yourself out there to the sea of fish and want these motherfuckers not to come and take the bait. Like, what the... What Dave Chappelle say? You might not be a hoe, but you sure you're wearing a hoe's uniform. You definitely be having some hoe tendencies. A he says, like me chicks. going out in the park and not with a cop uniform on and, and, and a nigga rob you and you come up to me and say, officer, I need help. Uh, he just robbed me. And I say, just because I got on this uniform doesn't make me an officer. <laughs> like, bitch, you a hoe. If you on there showing your ass and all that, the attention you gonna get is niggas who wanna touch that ass. Yep. Who wanna fuck that ass. Yep. That's the energy you putting out. Yup. You know and I mean? then be mad and upset. And like, then you're not an influencer. How the fuck are you in what are you influencing? You More ass showing? Yeah, that's what I'll be saying. Like, but but see, this the thing. Like, niggas move off of what females like. So if a female like if a, a female likes something, these niggas is gonna fucking love that shit. For instance, the the Dior uh uh Sauvage, that's a great smell. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of females love that. Now a lot of niggas, oh man, the bitches love this. The bitches gonna be on my dick when they smell yeah, this. Buy that just to put that. Yeah, just yeah. you impressive females like y'all. You know that's what they got again like, though. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like you gotta walk around and do this and do all this extra shit just to catch a female's attention when half of these females. Don't really want to deal with nobody like us because they like these. I'm not even gonna say none of that nigga. They like niggas from the streets. You see what I'm saying? The niggas that that grab that negative attention. They 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 crave most that of thrill. them want niggas who gonna spend a check on them. And when when you get money nah, fast, that's not even that. no. I'm saying that's why that's you would want a nigga from the streets. Nowadays, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But. You ain't. They want a nigga who gonna spend a check on them, and it's easier. Like this is the thing: 
when you make money fast, you spend money fast. So that's why they be wanting niggas in the streets, cause niggas in the streets, you make you make the money faster, but you spend it even faster. You feel me? When a nigga work for himself yeah. or is the nine to five, you have to put that's in the fact. time yeah. to make that money. So it's harder yeah. for you to spend that much, knowing the yeah. hours you put in to make that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If I made a hundred thousand a day, it's nothing to spend twenty thousand on you. Mm-hmm. But nigga, if if I worked all week, I put in all these hours. I had to make my clothes, press them up. I had to do this. I had to go show up. I had to promote. I had to fucking make hand in hand to these many people. Put all those hours in, lose sleep, see my kids twice in the last three days, four days, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, when the motherfucker say, yo, spend 20000 you'll be like, oh, nigga, hold up. For what? For what? What am I getting back? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's but what I that's, mean. But that's a different form of hustling. But that's what I'm, but what I'm saying is, is more time into that. So you're not going to. I think it's less likely a nigga because when you said a female is rather date a street nigga other than a nigga that would be like an entrepreneur that's like us that's putting in the time and the work is because they can they make it faster so they spend oh, it I get, faster. I get, I get, I get, I get, you know I get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you put the time in for the money, you're not going to be easily. Isn't yeah, you're not yeah, going to yeah, spend yeah. like that? Yeah, like hold yeah, up, yeah. bitch! I just had to put in twelve yeah, days straight yeah, to yeah. make this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where he just make you you spend the coke and all that, you can make that shit in two three days. But, you can but also, the risk, yeah, the is risk, the that risk much is higher. higher. Yeah. You know what the I'm saying? You can die any fucking day. Yeah. A nigga can hate on you and grab yeah. your shit, and and if it's drug related, won't nobody even investigate. You know Listen, <laughs> the risk is higher, no matter what you're doing. Anytime you the risk high, though, the reward you, high. The risk is usually high. The risk is higher, no matter what you're doing when you're making a lot of money. Period. No, if but you when go you out there, when you're in the streets, when it's illegally documented, is way harder. Man, listen, I mean, it's easier to make days, it. It's now, harder to contain that shit. Now, some of these, you know what I'm saying, big name motherfuckers is getting taxed. For whatever reason, but a lot of them big name niggas that you saying that's getting robbed and shit, them they shit insure niggas. So it's like it's not like they really losing. They probably getting more money back than what it's worth. I mean, we would hope that's insured. I would think so. I'm not. Why would you buy a fucking chain worth a house and you ain't insured? That's the dumbest shit ever. Hey man, some niggas don't. That shit don't even be real. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, some of them niggas don't be having that that. That shit don't be really well, real. Well, for the ones that do got the real shit. The ones shit, that got that real shit, like, I'm pretty sure that shit isn't If short. it's not insured, they dumb as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when Kim got uh, robbed or whatever, they said that shit was insured. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. Like, I'm you sure better get that shit insured. You put a lot of motherfucking money out there on this shit. Any show. money, anytime you pay anything high price for your shit, you better have that shit insured. That shit not a game. You know what I mean? You still walking. If you got hundreds of thousands in your account, Shit, if you got tens of thousands in your account and you still moving on some street shit, it's something wrong with you. If you ain't figure out a way how to flip that yet, so you don't have to. It's as simple as getting a building and renting out space. You feel me? But a lot of people don't got that mindset, unfortunately. And that's fuck, that's the fucked up <laughs> like, thing. Like a scenario right now that'll be booming right now. If... Just say you got 10 big drug dealers that all sell weed. We're not going to call them drug dealers. 10 people that sell weed, right? Mm-hmm. They all put their money together and they go get a dispensary. And then they legally make money for what they're selling. 
Yeah, and get chains everywhere. Illegally right now. Yeah, you can get chains in them joints everywhere. Bro, you can get them everywhere. But you know, if we talking about Philly, you know that's not going to happen because niggas don't want to see niggas win before them. It's not that niggas don't want to see niggas win. They just don't want to see them win before them. Well, unfortunately, it's going to take not for a nigga to do this. It's going to take, like I say, unfortunately, it's going to take a white person to actually formulate this type of movement to happen because you ain't going to be able to walk into anywhere with 10 black people and say, we all got, let's just say a hundred thousand dollars. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And willing to invest in some type of weed where they still locking black people up for weed. I seen something they, uh, Right now, you know, in Jersey, they <laughs> said all of the um, the licenses for the dispensaries has been given to uh, white people. And I think it's maybe one black person. And that's a yeah. maybe. We got to look that up. And that's the crazy thing. And Jersey just, like, became recreational what, last, last yeah. year? Yeah. And you know they're going to be the first ones on it anyway. Once it's, once it's like... Once once they make it recreational, the white people is already waiting and shit. Man, but already, more black people they coming. They already winning, bro. I'm telling you. It was more. one. It was they did a documentary on this, John. It yeah. was only one uh, black person, and that was uh, some black lady. She was um, Obama's aide. Mm-hmm. That's how she was able to get uh, get hers. Yeah, into the uh, licensing for a dispensary. Okay. And she said her brother. He uh, got locked up for uh, marijuana charges before, and he couldn't even work inside the dispensary. Like, if you got locked up for anything... Oh, so he owned it, but he can't be no, in No, he it. was a part of it. Okay, but he can't be in he it. Could, he couldn't even work in there. He was just like a worker. Like, she was going to let him manage it. But mm-hmm. you got to understand, a lot of black people are growers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, they should absolutely be able to be out there and be like feeding off of this monster that is marijuana right now. Yeah. Like yeah. shout out to Fly Trap Gumbo, bro. Like that's somebody right now, a black ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He out there winning off of that shit, bro. And then you got people like Jay Z that's backing him, and then you got the Migos that's in the game, and Wiz and Snoop, and even yeah. Mike Tyson. I was about to say you can't forget Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Beanie Siegel. He got that bully gumbo. Oh, yeah. He just got he just dabbed into that shit. Yeah. That 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 bully gumbo. That joint yeah. some gas too. I gotta get some more of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. they need to let more black people in the door when it comes to that. Because right now more than that. It's sports yeah. and all that shit. Well, man. listen, man. They holding us back from everything. Ownership is is not something that they're going to give you in most sports no. right now anyway, especially in the NFL. Maybe parts of, well, NBA, it's not even yeah, maybe. Okay. There are parts of the uh, NBA you mm-hmm. can buy because you got Jordan who got a, a, a um, team. Yeah, Dwayne got, Wade got parts, yeah. of, uh, got parts of Utah. I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. I know... Uh, they said Will Smith had parts of the uh, Sixers. Usher had parts of the, I think it was the Hornets. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that's love, man. We yeah. we we out we out here, and it's uh, 
it's moving, man. Just as long as we stay on the hustle and hearing your story is like, you know, it's similar stories around. Everybody got their own unique, unique story. But the great thing about your story is it's still going. You know what I mean? You still writing that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. I tell everybody all the time the story is best. It's, the story is definitely better than the win. People going to look for the story and can replay that story over and over. Yeah, related to themselves, yeah, too. You're going to celebrate the win one time. Mm-hmm. One time you get to celebrate the win. But you can relive the story over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's what I continue to tell myself and people around me. Yeah. Y'all need to tell yourself is, that too. Yeah, the story is that's what people saying. the story is what people gonna remember you by. For sure. Not not nothing else. And um yeah, you know I mean, it's been a great episode, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hear you on again because we only touched the surface and shit. This is just like, you know, nice little introduction and shit. Appreciate that. You know what I mean? But before we get out of this episode, TBH podcast, you know what I mean? Number four. Stay number four? Yeah. Yeah, you say number four. Number four. You know what I'm saying? You got anything you want to throw out there? You want to yeah. shout out before we sign out of this good old thing? Yeah, you know what it is, the kid Buck Bandit Reno. Boy, Buck Bandit Pig. And we the host of Buck Bandit Podcast, man. Yeah, and if you don't know, we on season two, man. So if you ain't check us out, man, make sure you check us out, man. Definitely make sure you check us out, man. Definitely. All streaming platforms, get your podcast. Yes, sir. Watch the videos on YouTube. Right now. I mean, we talk about everything from entertainment, sports, Man, all the bullshit going all down the on the social media, everything. You know what I mean, if y'all out there doing some crazy shit, don't be doing some crazy shit, yeah. but we gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and definitely you can come and watch me, your boy, win 95% of the arguments too, you know, because oh, yeah. I always know everything, yeah. you know what no, I mean? man, that's some bullshit. I win all oh, the He definitely don't win. Yeah, I want y'all to follow me on my Instagram. It's Papa, P-O-P-P-A underscore Bear, B-E-R. B E A R mm-hmm. underscore T. It's right on your screen. Yeah, and uh, Twist T's. How can they get get your gear? How can they get in contact with you? Just hit you up on that. Yeah, but uh, you can go to the website. It's www.twistteesllc.com. Okay. Okay, they can get more of those. What you got? You got hoodies. You got t-shirts. We got hoodies, you got t-shirts, t- hoodies, t-shirts. Hats, dresses, jeans. We got more stuff inside. So like, and you also do custom shit for people yeah, yeah, who yeah. want to do we their do. own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let them know. Yeah, if you want to do anything, anything for like a fan reunion, uh, graduation, even your own birthday, clothes line, shit. Yeah, you got a line for yourself. You starting a business, whatever. If you need help with that, I can take care of all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, we do hats, embroidery for hats. Uh, polos, aprons, mm-hmm. uh, 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 towels, uh, whatever. You know what whatever. I'm saying? Printing on basically anything that you can name of. Yeah. So y'all out there, you ready to start your, your clothing line, your business? This is a one-stop shop right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. So, so fresh and so clean. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? You see the gear. He got more shit. Make sure you check him out. Yeah, we got a lot of drip in the... In the, in the uh, in the shop, you know what I'm saying? You can come 52nd and Grace, 5213 Grace, Suite uh, 218C. 
Mm-hmm. Come check me out. You know what I'm saying? Appointments only. Appointments only. Yeah, make sure you hit him up. <laughs> hit that contact button. You know what I'm saying? Yo, make sure you hit him up. He got a lot of gear. I definitely got this custom made. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Twist Tees. Um, it's the Buck Bandit Podcast Network, TBH Podcast, Episode 4. And we out the door. Let's get it. Peace. Wind it back, time for nothing. Time for front, time for cuffing. Whoa, 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 time for this. It's time on that. Whoa, time on y'all. Wind it back. Ain't got time for nothing. Ain't got time for friends. Ain't got time for cuffing. Ain't got time for cuffing. But I can make time for loving. Ain't got time for this. Can't waste time on that. Can't waste time on you Cause I can't rewind the back Ain't got time for nothing Ain't got time for friends Ain't got time for cuffing But I can make time for loving Ain't got time for this Can't waste time on that Can't waste time on you Cause I can't rewind the back I ain't got time for nothing Act like you mean more than my grind or something Act like you been on my mind or something Yeah, little bitch, you a dime a dozen She hit my jack, that shit back to back You act like my Yo, 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 just check out another episode of Buck Bandit Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and check out the latest episode right here, y'all. Let's get it, man. Turn me up a little bit. Turn me up a little bit.